The programme which follows is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. You're listening to Very Loose Women. Hello, and you are listening to Very Loose Women on Resonance 104.4 FM. You're listening to Very Loose Women. And that was a combination of our jingle with uh, Heroes, maybe a song that you have heard way too many times this week. But I, I like just... that remix. <laughs> That's the remix. You haven't heard that version. You've never heard that version before. 100% purposeful, of listeners. All the tributes, that was the best. Um, and I think also, speaking of remixes of Heroes, I gave a pretty excellent rendition of it at Emma's Karaoke last week. I think you'll both agree. Yes. It was an excellent rendition. I also um, performed as part of a duet, UGLY by Daphne and Celeste, which was I was well wondering received. why that hadn't been played yet. Well received. Congratulations, Emma. In any case, welcome to our 2016 second gathering of Very Loose Women in the Resident Studio. That's hi from me and hi from Emma. Yep, that's hi from me, Emma. And also we've got Catherine. Hi um, from Catherine. And actually, hi from me too. In the studio today, we've got uh, Patricia as well, who has just come down for the beginning of the show to tell us who her role model is. So could you kick off the show and tell us that? Well, thanks for having me. So my role model is Bishop Arthur Henry Anstey. Most people will not have heard of him. But he was an Archbishop of the Church of England in my country Trinidad and Tobago when we were still a colony and in 1921 he was posted there and he started a school for black girls at a time when only white girls were educated in inverted commas to be wives they were taught subjects like needlework and cookery to be wives and he said hmm there are intelligent black girls on this island and I'm going to teach them uh, real subjects like math and science and he did and then you know they went on to Break Frontiers, if you've ever heard of Winifred Atwell. She's a famous pianist, and uh, Sir Elton John has named one of his pianos after her. So there have been many women like that. He did what needed to be done and didn't protest mm. or anything. He just did it because he thought it was right. That's amazing. I don't oh, think we're going to be able to top that in terms of heroes today. So, <laughs> so thank you very much, Patricia, for, for Thanks, coming down. Patricia. Um, so first, before we go into more details about our role models and the rest of the show, I thought we'd start with mini celebrations of the week. So we generally start with gripes, and I'm feeling so positive today that I want to start with mini celebrations. So Catherine, what is yours? Um, so I, for long-running listeners of Very Loose Women, um, you'll know that I have a difficult relationship with um, stand-up comedy and jokes in general, you know, all in favour of witty asides, but jokes I find difficult. And stand-up, I I rarely enjoy going to see it because I get so nervous and start, like, sweating and shaking out of fear for the poor people on stage, and I can't enjoy it. But anyway, Monday marked a turn in that because for the first time ever I went to see a stand-up show and I didn't feel stressed or nervous throughout any of it. Did you laugh? Yeah, I laughed loads. Oh, incredible. Yeah. There was a guy whose name I can't remember. I mean, they they were all good and there weren't better people, but the one that really stuck out was this guy whose entire routine is based around pretending to be and taking the piss out of Sean Bean. And it was just... It was, it was like, so silly, but it was just so enjoyable, like... 
Yeah, I mean, I was quite drunk, so that helps. New worlds, and also being pissed. So, (laughs) congratulations! Anyway, celebratory. Well done, Catherine, on enjoying comedy. (laughs) You'll go, Emma. Um, Well, I've got two mini celebrations. Number one is I've recently moved house, and my move has reduced my commute from fifty minutes to fifteen minutes. Yay! And my other mini celebration is today at school, I drew a really good picture of the character Frieza from a TV show, Dragon Ball Z, and I impressed my school children so that's number two well that's great my mini celebration is actually a huge celebration so i spent monday and today in a courtroom uh, near chancery lane hearing a uh, case at the uh, tribunal of immigration um, and they've actually allowed four people from calais uh, so the camp in calais to come and be with their family um, while their asylum cases are being heard by the UK courts. So that is amazing. Well, that just really pisses all over mine and Catherine's celebrations, <laughs> yeah, doesn't it? How embarrassing for us. Uh, so I am so excited about this. And uh, you can read more about it in The Independent and in The Guardian. It's been covered and The Refugee Council. Um, but on with the show. So last week, the Beauty Tower, Facebook and the Glitter-Faced Youths of Brixton had one key thing in common. They were all mourning the death of David Bowie. So we, or Bowie, we did hear that song at the beginning of the show. So whether or not you agree with outpourings of public grief, loads of people identified the man as their role model, at least on my Facebook feed. Um, (laughs) Today, we ventured out onto the streets of London to ask poor random passers-by who their role models are. I first of all asked a friend. So I am going to play what she said before we go into who our role models are. I have role models in the sense of people who I idolise, who I want to become or be, but I feel like I take a lot of different bits of different people and want to emulate those certain things in myself, like someone's kindness or, like, uh, grit or whatever. Um, Grit. Grit's a nice one. Grit. Yeah, grit is, like, I feel like it's almost the most important one. Um, So everyone who has grit, I'm just, like, latching onto them and, like, this is, how. like, how do you do this? How are you, like... How are you like pushing through all the time? And that was uh, my friend Sophie who was telling me about that. How do you two feel about grit? <laughs> I did. Did I'm she get sure. that from True Grit? That's what I was kept on thinking about, True Grit. And then when she talked about grit rubbing off on her, that was quite interesting. <laughs> I was imagining her like rolling around in some tarmac. But that's probably not what she meant. Um, but I think, what, I like, think she strength, means like, like spunkiness. Like chutzpah, yes. as we, we might say in Yiddish. Okay, this next bit that I'm going to play is... So I, w- I got out of the Victoria line to go onto the oval to the northern line and someone did that same route as me so I thought hey here's a friend (laughs) she'll talk to me so I said can I interview you and this is what she said hi so um who is your role model that's a really different difficult question I don't think I've ever been asked um in the tube in Stockwell station yeah random um I genuinely don't think I've got one. I think there's people that I think are cool, um, that have good lives and do good things, but I don't think I've got one. I work in the media and I was once asked um, in a job interview if I could get anybody to come in and speak to me who it would be. And again, I was really, really stumped. Um, And then in the end, um, I said that um, it would be Kate um, because Kate Middleton, there was, she never speaks to anyone. I thought she'd be interesting. Great, thanks. So there, you, there, you can hear the tube arriving in the background. What's interesting is that she refers when she says Kate, it's like she she assumes that you can, you're going to know who she means. Kate, you you know Kate, well, our friend Kate Middleton. So I think it's, it's Argo after all of that hard, intensive research that we've done. Um, first of all, what is a role model? Because 
because that interviewee definitely seemed unsure of what her role model is. She seemed quite baffled by the line of questions. I did take her by surprise. Like, hey, because I've got a dictaphone on me. You're going to have to speak to me because I showed you where the tube was. Your assumption that she took the same route as you made her your friend. Did you say that? No. And it just kind of upset No, but her. I felt like we were kindred spirits. The weird thing was, I interviewed her, we got on the tube, I sat quite close to her, she just read the evening standard. That was the end of the, the friendship, <laughs> I think. No more friends. She didn't want to um, be your friend. So, what is a role model? Yeah. What, I think yeah. Uh, it's kind of someone you look up to, maybe model yourself on a bit. It's also the name of a great film starring Paul <laughs> Rudd and Sean William Scott and featuring the songs of Kiss. Oh, great. <laughs> Haven't seen that. I didn't we should watch that. that, rewatch that. Um, Catherine, what is a role model for you? Um, I feel like a role model is someone you look up to and obviously like model yourself on, maybe in a very self-conscious way, particularly when you're younger. Um, and you know, maybe are we too old for role models? Be, is that what you're saying? No, but I think it's more likely that you'd be like a teenager or something. Mm. Um, but I think that they're often more comp- more complicated um, people than we like to imagine they are. We like to simplify them. And actually, in real life, we probably wouldn't want to be them 100% of the time. Mm. But there's something very characterful about them. Okay, who is your first role model? That is my first question to you both. Well, I really enjoyed Patricia's um, kind of. You kind of steal her role model. I'm not. Well, it wasn't my first role model, clearly, <laughs> in the age of 29. Um, but I, I I, like that because it felt really, um, like, very heartfelt and meaningful. Whereas I think a lot of the time we focus our attentions on the wrong people that we want to copy, like peer groups or people that we kind of idolise because they've got loads of money or like superficial things. But um, probably earlier on, parents aside, it would be my brother who's 10 years older than me. Um, and I possibly mistakenly thought was like the coolest person ever what about you emma did you have any role models um i'm not sure that i'm really like buying into this idea of a role model that much but the first person i remember really admiring was swampy he was like an environmental activist i don't know if you remember him like the 90s like a real person or like captain planet oh no he's like a real like like a he's like an environmental activist like i don't know he like you know, like would campaign against like runways, that kind of person. It was like, like back in the nineties, if and you were an environmental campaigner, people just made jokes about how you smell all the time. And yeah, lived in a and swamp. he probably had like, like literally. That that's why thing. he's called Swampy. I, I honestly like really also fancied him loads. I just thought he was like super cool. <laughs> I don't know how old I could have been, maybe like ten or something, but I just thought like that's really cool. He's really like into the environment. He's really like passionate about something. He's like making an active change, and he's a babe. Hmm. so yeah that, that was probably it I don't think I had a role model like I definitely looked up for my sister and when she went to boarding school I really wanted to be with her but that's more like a friendship thing and then in like there were like characters so like I really identified with Jess William and Adrian Mole and then <laughs> but you don't necessarily want to be there <laughs> no <laughs> even if you identify <laughs> well there are certain things like Adrian Mole's obsession with measuring his penis that were just not accessible for me so <laughs> we're, something we can all aspire to <laughs> yeah. um, but then Roald Dahl stories I always wanted to be like I, the good characters like the librarians and the teachers who were always like these role models in those stories and I actually ended up being a teacher and a librarian so I do wonder if Roald Dahl influenced me in a very negative way in my life I feel like I've chatted about this on the show before but you know 
I'll do it again. Um, Go on. I thought that there was some really good, in the 90s, some really good, um, like, feminist um, TV shows and books and that kind of thing mm. that were good role models. So, like, um, my favourite show was Maid Marian and Her Merry Men. Um, we kind of skipped to a later question, but let's just attack it now, because do you think that, as women, our role models have to be women, or can they be either gender? I don't think they have to, but I think that you do want to look at someone who you think you could kind of put yourself in their place. So Maid Marian, obviously, I'm not going to be running around Sherwood Forest with bow and arrow, but it was great because she was really competent and clever. And then Robin is like this kind of like slightly useless oh, person. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, and that was like quite funny and it went against like, you know, most other sort of like um, stories at that time. I don't think you, it needs to be, but I think it's quite useful for young people to have role models that they can relate to on some uh, kind of on some facet of their identity. So, like mm. racially or gender wise, as well, it's probably quite helpful. Like if you're a young girl and you, I don't know, want to be an astronaut, and there aren't any women astronauts, I think it's kind of helpful. It feels if, like if you a see that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So I think it, it's probably helpful to have something on some level. Yeah. And having working role models, because, you know, I think if you don't know that many women who work after they have kids or whatever, mm. then that can just become, like, quite a self-limiting factor. And for me, the fact that my mum, like, worked and went back to work and stuff, I always felt like I could go and do that. And I don't think everyone necessarily has that. Are either of you a role model to anyone? I definitely am not, I think. <laughs> Emma? Um, I this think, question is aimed at you. <laughs> am I a role model? Well, I mean, I, okay, so I kind of, in a way, want to say yes. I work in a school where I have a lot of young people. I want to think that I'm setting a good example in front of them, like, in terms of, like, trying to be positive, in terms of, like, being kind to them and not swearing and not being, I don't know, like, that sort <laughs> of thing. Like, I think that's trying to set a good example. I, I doubt that they would consider me a role model because um, I'm not cool enough. Um but, like, something recently at work happened to me that was kind of embarrassing, which was that we had, like, a bit of a meeting where all the other people, learning advisor, which is my job, all of our learning advisors were kind of sat around and we were being told, like, you shouldn't be, like, negatively bantering with the kids. Um, and they were told to be more like Emma. Those are the exact words that <laughs> oh, were said. Oh, wow. Um, and when I queried that, yeah, when I queried that, apparently it meant to be... Um, more sweetness and light and basically like not swearing in front of the kids sweetness and light yeah apparently it's time perceived at school sweetness and light and um uh, apparently like (laughs) and then like later on the same teacher who'd said this like you know we need to be more like you stop negatively bantering like one of the kids says something to her and she shouted shut up you midget to this kid (laughs) and then like later on the day the kid called her bruv and she said i'm not your bruv i don't have a willy Oh my um, goodness! Who is it? Like this is the, I no. mean, that's a kind of negative. So in comparison to that, I'm a role model. I'm a role model in comparison to yeah. that. That's so awful. I guess. But I think, like, as I think we've all said, like, it's kind of dangerous to make one person your role model. Mm. Obviously, I'm saying like aspects of different people are really admirable. And like, I think, you know, for example, your filmmaking—that's really admirable. Oh, thank you. But I would not say you're my role model because I think it's kind of creepy. You're. <laughs> you do have maybe a slightly more formalized role, like outside your work, though, in that you're. A, Godparent? Is that what I'm a, you... I'm a kind of anti-godmother, and I'm also an auntie mm. as of about a month ago. So yeah, I hope to be a good role model to these small people in my life. Before we go on to the quick fire round, um, I want to ask both of you if you have a sexual role model. This wasn't a question that occurred to me, but someone said like, we said like, oh, do you have a role model? And they're like, do you mean a, that was their assumption of that was my question of a sexual role model? So I don't have any one in mind, but do either of you? Dr. Pam Spur, who writes um, advice, kind of 
little sex tips for a Love It magazine, I believe. She taught me everything I know. Amazing. <laughs> okay, so are you ready for the quickfire round? Basically, the way this works is I say someone, and then you say who the role model is. So person in history, Catherine. Um, I think Marie, Marie Stopes. Okay. And even now, people that work in those clinics, not in a total way, because, yeah, she's dodgy. Not she's a eugenicist. But, yeah, she did yeah. a lot of good things. But, but like, but, in that that kind of person. But that is also highlighting another problem with having a role model, which mm. is that, like, everyone's a little bit shit. And <laughs> yeah. anyone who's done anything really, really great, you're always going to find something awful they've done. Even, like, Martin, yeah. Luther, King, Martin Luther King, you know, okay, mm. philandro, whatever, you know, all these things. Yeah, so, totally. So I think it's the picking the things. And what yeah. I say, so someone like um, Mary Stopes, like, definitely very bad aspects but there's an organization in her name that does that good work mm. that pulls other people in so yeah. anyone who still works in that field I kind of think like yeah the, that's a kind of umbrella for something that I believe in which is obviously abortion access and so on yeah. I'm refusing to answer any of the quick fire <laughs> rounds mainly because when I looked at it there were categories such as like living writer dead writer dead living campaigner dead campaigner living child dead child Dead child is a is a category that Leo has written for the quickfire role model categories. I just I'm opting out of this segment. I'm sorry. Okay. Why why don't <laughs> we just say on? something about people in history? Is that I don't like putting people on pedestals. It, like in history books, you know those little boxes where it's like Hitler dates and then what they do. <laughs> not a role model. Not I mean, and none of us think that Hitler is a role model. But that's what I'm saying is that like you get people who've done very terrible things in history and we know about them because of their actions sometimes it's good so like de Gaulle will be in there too but then de Gaulle also did some terrible things and it's just like we we just pick uh significant people for history books rather than people who might be role models so that is like my point daily on. life people yeah like, that's why we have schemes like you know getting an MBE or an OBE or you know ways for people who are going about their daily lives doing you know great work but who wouldn't otherwise get a lot of credit like in today's world it's much more likely that a kind of have a go hero or someone who works tirelessly in a charity mm. shop for 30 years will get some degree of recognition but you're right in history we don't get that and you know but even then it's arbitrary um, yeah. okay fine so this has been i vetoed my 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 <laughs> quick fire round veto. um so i guess what I'm going to say is, can you list like five people who you would have said in a quick fire round for any of the categories? Doesn't have to be the, the dead child category. <laughs> um, okay, well, what I will say is that when I spoke to my housemates about this, they were very pro Patty Smith as a really good role model mm. because she's just like mega punk. And one of the quotes that I was given was that she really hates glitter. And that oh. was supposed to be a, pl- a plus point. Obviously, I was quite offended by that because I love glitter. You do but love I guess glitter. the point was kind of like, she kind of just said she said no to glitter you know when everyone was like really into the kind of glam 70s like mm. glittery I don't know what, what I like about Patti Smith is that she doesn't constrain herself to one art form and also she um, hates glitter is very honest I feel like she's got a kind not honest I guess it's that kind of 70s punk authenticity thing going and I, I like that yeah I feel like the types of people that I would say would be writers maybe journalists especially people who are doing investigative journalism um and you know people like john updike um christopher hitchens that kind of thing um but i definitely can divorce their like really good work and their talent and what they had a 
a passion for from who they were as people. Like I don't idolise all of them. But I've got like written Bob here Dylan. from you, Catherine. Any journalist who died in a war zone? It's because you asked a question like dead campaigner. <laughs> so, yeah, dead. You put the word dead <laughs> in there. So in it's like a Catherine just said, out of dead to has her been answer. vetoed. You put, you know, like living <laughs> campaigners. Um, and I think we both um, <laughs> put down the sort of director of liberty. He's just stood down. Um, yeah, so she is amazing. And, yeah. and, and what's so? And she is a woman and she is... And I and I do think that's significant in her case because there aren't a lot of head of NGOs who are women. I like people who can take a subject that a lot of people want to brush aside and say is like too boring and too hard and can't be populist and mm. can talk about it really well in a really intelligent way that isn't patronising yeah. but in a way that is very accessible and takes all the academic language about, you know, like top-down, bottom-up approaches or whatever, all the like... Um, kind of just rubbish jargon and actually can speak in a really clear beautiful passionate way and I think she has that in spades and that's why I like her yeah Shami Chakrabarti yeah, is so, right up there but I put anyone who's died in war zone or something like because um, like you put the word dead yeah because of that <laughs> but also because it's people who really put themselves on the line and that is okay. something that I admire but again just because someone does one amazing thing and becomes famous for mm. it I'm totally happy with the fact they could be, you know, a complete like tool in their private life. And mm. I don't think, you know, a lot of people get obsessed with we're talking about some of the famous people who sadly have died in the last few weeks. You know, people kind of like want to know everything about someone. It's like having your big like Bob Dylan fan who's just then obsessed about everything. And it's mm. like, you know, it's kind of not your business to get into that personal private world. And so I'm happy talking not of personal private, I guess there are two questions we've got. A little bit of the show left and my two questions are of people you know so like family and friends are any of them your role models and then conversely have you ever met any famous people and then kind of who were your role models and then been disappointed hmm. um I've met I've met like a few famous people and I've had interactions with famous people like in terms of just you know trying to have a conversation or being at an event or something I've never really been starstruck and I've never been someone who actively tries to meet my famous role models because I'm not that interested in like being able to buy them a drink or saying hi I'm such Can a I just fan. say give it as you said that so I went through a phase of being really into indie pop bands and so I met Feist and she did a drawing for me and then I met Beach House and uh, Victoria Legrand brought me a drink and then hugged me and then congratulated me on sending my writing off so it was a wonderful day but I did it say. make you feel after, like, you know, you'd had this amazing experience where you kind of like, yeah, that was nice, but actually... Well, it, it did feel really good because we had, like, spoken about, like, methods of creativity and, like, how to have output and how to, like, do things and get stuff done. And, and it was actually a very, very inspiring conversation. Um, I have met, not a hero, but I did meet Philip Pullman and he was really rude. Um, <laughs> I think I was there at the time. It's very rude to me. Also, I met Terry Deary, who, you know, the writer of the Horrible Histories. Incredible. I was a really big fan when I was like 12 and it was very nice to meet him. In terms of people in my personal life that I think are role models, I suppose, really quickly, my parents or my brother... My parents, I don't think role models, but I admire a lot of things about them. And actually, like, as I get older, I look at things I do and think that, you know, they're very selfless mm. and very generous with what they would do to, like, help other people. So it's very admirable. And also, I'm kind of impressed with my brother because he, like, has his life together and he's, like, a real person. <laughs> and he does, like, a, you know, he's a, he's a doctor and he's very conscientious. And he's got a really cute baby. 
So I think it's important to pick role models from people around us. Like I've got really into all of this activism and a lot of these people have just a kind of innate sense of giving. And that's something that doesn't get into history books and it doesn't get into papers. But you meet these people Mm. who like their job is around charity and then they they spend all their free time doing wonderful things and and they don't ask for anything for it. And so they don't get recognition. And so just meeting them is such a huge honour. Okay, last question. And then I'll play a song. Jennifer Lawrence, is she a role model? <laughs> I like that when you wrote this, you answered your own question with, that's weirdly specific. Oh, that's a weirdly specific question. Um, I have no real opinion on her. I like Amy Schumer. That was my response. But at the same time, I think that Amy Schumer actually has done some racist stand-up. So maybe I have to retract that. That's my response. <laughs> okay. What about you, I, Catherine and Jennifer Lawrence? I, I suppose, like, for someone of a certain age, maybe, like, a younger, like, a teenage girl, yeah, I think it's definitely good to have actresses who speak out a bit more and are very much their own person. She's not my role model, but I would definitely like her to be my friend if she was in London for the day. Be like, come and hang out, go to the pub. I would love to hang out with Jennifer Lawrence. Okay, so that is the end of the show. This is the Proclaimers uh, role model. Please follow us on Twitter at VLW Radio, and we have a Facebook page. And also, we podcast on uh, Acast or Acast forward slash Very Loose Women. That's bye from me. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>